Hey everybody, I'm Ben, and you're listening to Pseudophiles, where Torrance, Sydney, and I talk about conspiracies, mysteries, and the paranormal. This episode, we will be talking about the apocalypse. How is it going to happen? When is it going to happen? And how are you going to prepare? Special thanks to Noah Bosley and the Beaten Daylights for their contributions, and another special thanks to the generation before us, making this apocalypse possible. What will be the first sign? Will it be a cough heard across the room? Will it be a lost cell phone signal? Maybe it will be a rising mushroom cloud on the horizon, or a darkening of the sun. When you see the first sign of the apocalypse, what will you do? Personally, I am heading into my bunker and loading an episode of my favorite podcast. It's the apocalypse. It's pseudophiles. the pouch or whatever you mean where they like turn into the like, silver surfer yeah and... like astral oh those were cool See, i was thinking of the ones where like the kid would step on the pouch and then all of a sudden he would explode and his shoes would be all that are left do you remember those oh, I, yeah. I don't yeah. think i remember, I that. remember that yeah yeah or the one where um uh sinbad was a genie and <laughs> that was not a commercial that was a real <laughs> movie that happened <laughs> what are you guys i was Asking Sydney this earlier, what's your favorite apocalyptic movie or TV show? <laughs> apocalyptic movie or TV show? Are you okay there? I'm good. Okay. Um, oh, jeez, it's hard. Okay, well, Matrix is probably one of my favorites. Yeah. If you count, I count that I as guess apocalyptic. That yeah. yeah. Uh, also, Book of Eli. I like Book of Eli. Oh, that's an interesting choice. Um. I also, why? Because you don't like it. There. Yeah, that's what I. <laughs> no, thought. I, I, I. No, no, I. I wouldn't have. That wouldn't have come to mind, even though that's obviously fits mm-hmm. the category. I. Uh, I do. I. <laughs> nice. <laughs> wow. I, uh, I did like that movie. I had at the the reveal at the end of it. I was like, oh, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> he was blind the whole time. <laughs> Spoiler dumbest. alert, a little late, but, you know, that's okay. Yeah, dumbest reveal ever, but uh, <laughs> other than that, I really enjoyed it. I love Gary Oldman being crazy. He's yeah. always fun when well, he's a crazy character. He's always crazy, except in Batman. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, Pretty much always. He's element. got a very eccentric character, mm-hmm. usually. Well, mm-hmm. he's not crazy in... Um, I mean, you grew up in the Bible Belt. Wouldn't yours just be Left Behind? Isn't that your favorite apocalyptic movie? No, I hate Left Behind. <laughs> but what about with Nicolas Cage? <laughs> we both fell asleep while we were watching that. Sarah Smith was watching that for a bad movie night with us. And yeah. he and Torrance fell asleep in the middle of it. And we woke up to the credits and it was playing that song. And they were that was gone. like, and you, wait. It's too late. You've all been left behind. And Sarah had left. And so we like woke up like this poetry. Sarah, did Sarah get fucking raptured? Like, We're all that's left. It was it was amazing. It was like a yeah. hole in the ceiling. Was it? Oh, wait, never mind. I'm gonna sound like real ignorant. I was about to say it wasn't Vern Troyer in that, but I think that was just a different dwarf. A different <laughs> little person was I don't it. remember anything about that movie. I barely remember the beginning of what we saw. I think my favorite would be 28 Days Later. Um, oh, that's a good just one. Just as far as 
the way the movie looks, the acting is excellent. They were pretty mm-hmm. like new actors at the time, you didn't mm-hmm. like unheard of people pretty much. Mm-hmm. And it at- was just the idea like I remember the freakiest part of that movie for me was when he looked up and he saw a plane flying over. Oh. Like the rest of the world was just going on without the entire island of like England and Ireland and yeah. all that stuff. So um and then of course the part where he just like mm-hmm. goes fucking crazy and like gouges that guy's eyes out. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. I I like that movie too just because of its plausible explanation for zombies or at least you know that they're not dead people. They're just they're sick. It, yeah, they're sick mm-hmm. and insane. Although uh, the one part that I didn't like is at the very beginning whenever somebody's describing what they're injecting the monkeys with and what gets out they're like mm-hmm. what are you injecting them with? Rage. <laughs> 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 that's about the only part that I didn't like. But yeah. the rest of it, yeah, that's the most plausible zombie well, situation I felt like. Well, as far as, like, doomsday movies, what about, uh, like, I Am Legend? F- oh. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this would get torrents on a soapbox. Yeah. That's why I brought it up. <laughs> the book is amazing. It, it's really, really good. Mm-hmm. And the movie would have followed the book, but the, their whoever focus group audience they had watch it were so stupid <laughs> that they couldn't you know grasp this great ending uh-huh. and just through not only did they c- completely change the ending they left in all the other like evidences leading up to the that leading up to what would have been the correct ending mm-hmm. so that it doesn't make any sense like the fact that they leave a trap for him and like yeah. are apparently intelligent just yeah. threw all that out the window and just don't even yeah. Well, have you it. seen? Did you see the alternate ending? I know it was. Yeah, I actually, okay. I think I saw it on YouTube. Okay, or so does that does that make you a little bit happier than the actual ending? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, it still doesn't touch the book and mm-hmm. loses the whole meaning of the title. Uh, yeah, I feel like there is a lot there that they could have explored. Sure. But... I think the biggest disappointment of a apocalyptic film was probably the day after tomorrow for me, at least. It was really boring. Yeah, well, it was just well because they hyped it up so much. Yeah, there's like mean, all of these crazy trailers and yeah, you know. and it, yeah, I was just I don't I don't yeah. like Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> you don't like him? No, just I don't know. There's, he's just like a boring white. What about Hollywood like Donnie guy. Darko? No, that was before he was like boring typical okay. white Hollywood guy. I mean, I enjoy Donnie Darko. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I only saw part of the day after tomorrow. Isn't it? There's some smart scientist guy who's like, look, this cataclysmic event is going yeah. to happen mm-hmm. the day after tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. and that's, isn't that it? That's <laughs> basically what the it. Is? That's basically it. Yeah. I mean, there's when you're talking about apocalypse situations, we've already covered, you know, the the climate change one of uh, day after tomorrow, or I guess that would just be yeah. natural disaster. Mm-hmm. You've got was that 2012 as well? Wasn't that where they had all the earthquakes <laughs> oh, yeah. and stuff? I think that's the same director too. Is, that is it? Roland, it's like the same movie. Roland Emmerich, I think, is his name. I don't know who is it. I'm gonna look it up. I think he also did Godzilla. He and maybe Independence Day. I, I, he does a bunch of I'm going to destroy America. Wait, which movies. Godzilla? I think the Matthew Broderick one. I think <laughs> I'm gonna make sure I know what I'm talking about. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, in, Independence Day, Emmerich. Day After Tomorrow, Godzilla, the Matthew Broderick version. Oh, he did Independence Day. Yeah. I've seen that movie a million times. In 2012. Welcome to Earth. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> uh, yeah, then we've talked about the, there's obviously a zombie one, there's 
road is implied nuclear apocalypse. It doesn't really talk about what caused it or who caused it, mm-hmm. which country started it. It just, you know that the nuclear war was started just by its description, and it sounds like nuclear winter started, and every living thing other than humans yeah. is are dead, or at least in North mm-hmm. America or where yeah. they're at, which... Re- people resort to cannibalism yeah. then Did, what what was the because uh, mad max wasn't that apocalyptic yeah yeah is it what like was their, the reason for that they ran out of gasoline I, was I, that I, it? it was a water i thought they ran out of water maybe it's water i feel like gasoline uh played a huge part in it which i did see the very yeah. first mad max uh well, the first Mad Max movies were uh, the inspiration for the Wasteland video game, which came out in 91, okay. which eventually became Fallout um, yeah. when it was purchased by a different company. Mm-hmm. And Bethesda. So I've heard, uh, no, actually it was Interplay in the 90s. And Stupid. Then, and then it was bought out by Bethesda, which made Fallout yeah. 3 in 08 or something. Oh, gotcha. Really. But then I've I've heard talk about a potential live action Fallout movie, and to me that just sounds really redundant and like it's coming yeah. full circle, because it's like you know it was inspired by a movie, yep, and then it became a video game franchise, and now you want to go back and make it yeah. a movie, and I feel like well, you can't turn Fallout into a movie. Yeah, I mean it doesn't really, honestly, like the fun of Fallout, just the open world gameplay kind of stuff. Yeah. but I mean it it, it did re identify it. It had its own identity. For oh, sure. for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's not just Mad Max in a video game. Right. But that was the inspiration, and uh, I don't know. I just can't see it being mm-hmm. a movie. It would just be, I feel like, really boring and rushed, just like every other video game movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that, I think it would be possible uh, to, mm-hmm. but you would have to, you couldn't condense, like, the world, the entire world of Fallout into no. one movie. And that's how right. I feel about Resident Evil. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I, I enjoy playing the games, and I enjoy mm-hmm. the movies too, which is sacrilege if you're a, a video game player, apparently. But like, I also recognize that you know when you turn something like a video game franchise into a movie franchise, yeah. it's really difficult to uh, uh, put that into a story like in in the length of time mm-hmm. uh, to make it into a movie. And that's why, to me, all the Resident Evils feel pretty rushed. And yeah. like uh, the writing is kind of you know a little bit lackluster in a lot of them, but I mm-hmm. still very thoroughly enjoy them. But uh, okay, well that was our movie reviews. <laughs> <laughs> we took a real sharp turn into video games and movies, uh-huh. which is fine. So I guess uh, whenever it comes to your different scenarios, one thing that you're always going to need in most of these situations, I guess, is your bug out bag. That's a pretty big. Whenever you're going into wherever I was going into the different. Uh, post-apocalyptic preparedness yeah. uh, or preppers, I guess is what you call them. Mm-hmm. Those subreddits. Bug out bag's a big thing. So I'm sure you guys already know. Well, let me just ask you. What would you put in your bug out bag? Like, say you had to mm-hmm. grab a bag and run uh, mm-hmm. to survive for three days without a car, on foot. What would you grab? Well, I'd grab or my what fa- would you pack into your bag beforehand? I- I'd grab my favorite toy, put it in there. <laughs> You know? Which is huge dildo. Hero. <laughs> huge dildo. No, hero okay. is my favorite okay. toy. Okay. <laughs> you doggy. Yep. Um. um uh, well, I've got I've got a checklist here, so I'm just okay. gonna see if you hit everything. Okay. Well, here's need. what. Okay, here's what I would. If I'm being serious, this is what I would bring. Obviously, a knife. A knife is important. I would bring 
any light food, like if I had granola bars or something, I'd grab those. Um, I would definitely grab a water bottle okay. or two water bottles if whatever I could find. Because, okay, what's the scenario? Like, is, well, this, okay. Like so- mushroom cloud run or zombies are coming or what? what's our scenario? How much prep time do we got here? Let's, okay, here's the thing. You're, uh, I don't, I guess you're approaching this like, what am I going to run around my house and throw into a bag? Let's mm-hmm. say that you have tomorrow to this go. This is something pre-prepared, right? Yeah. Let's okay. say we're gonna go all go tomorrow and get ourselves a bug out bag. What oh, would you go get to okay. put in it? So in I'm the definitely a small first aid kit. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, gauze, antibiotic ointment for like mm-hmm. uh, radiation burns, alcohol, and stuff like that. Alcohol. Uh huh. Um, probably I'm, a fifth of whiskey. I was gonna say a fifth of whiskey, just uh-huh. about there too. I mean, you know, you want your your you alcohol for sterilizing, but you also just you know you can if, have a good time. Yeah, if you know you're gonna die, why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? And you're, I always have my emergency cigar inspired by Independence Day. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> pack of cigarettes. Sure, uh, sure. Yeah, M- maybe mostly for uh, co- trading and commerce. Yeah, that'd probably be. A good oh thing well, to have. definitely my my gauntlet collection. full of bottle caps. Yeah. I always say gauntlet, but it's not. It's the chalice. I'm just gonna say it's a chalice <laughs> full of bottle caps. I've got quite an extensive bottle cap collection. So uh, yeah, mine mine's pretty extensive too. But you guys aren't really going to grab that in a real situation. Okay. I think I'll stuff some of it into my bag because you know you never know when the you currency is going to change. But would the I'm... currency really change? It would be just a. It would just be a barter system. Yeah, it's it's going to go prison rules, I'm sure. It's going to be like... But, you know, if I was cryogenically frozen for a couple hundred years and I come out and the (laughs) currency is bottle caps... Cindy, I just want you to know that this is real life we're talking about. Don't be stupid. So is Fallout. The end of the world is happening tomorrow. Grab your bag. Let's go. All right. um, What kind of bag would you grab? Messenger bag? No, I want a backpack. A fanny pack? Backpack. There's a fanny pack. You guys are going out to... (laughs) I want a camo backpack. (laughs) For real. Like, say you do have all of tomorrow to prepare for this, so you can buy whatever kind of backpack you want. Black face paint. Why buy? Are you kidding me? We're looting, Torrance. It's It's the end of the world. The apocalypse hasn't happened yet. But it's about to happen. I'm looting. I want a machine. You guys are not staying within the parameters of my hypothetical. I'm talking. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Sydney is talking. Sydney. You have the you have the I talking stick. I want my stick. machete. Your machete. My machete. I want Your a machete. machete on my hip, uh, on my left hip because okay. I'm right-handed, so I can uh-huh. grab it. You know, okay. Like cool people do. Okay. Cross the cross the waist. Okay. And I want a gun on my right hip. What kind what, of gun? Yeah. What kind of gun? Uh, a Glock. Uh, just like, like a little a, hand pistol. A little six shooter, I think. Okay. Yeah, we had kind of talked about this before. I definitely would want a revolver because. It wouldn't jam revolver. Like, a, like a clip okay. would. Well, I think the most important things would definitely be like water. Well, I mean, it also depends on the scenario. Like you say we have a day. Well, but okay. Let's just say that in the past you could get every, you have your whole life up to now okay. to put together. Right. is frustrated. Okay. Well, I already, well, then I had my whole life. I already have my bunker full of everything I need, Torrance. Oh my God. <laughs> We'll just get in the elevator in exactly. the middle of the house. And yeah, take it down to out. my safe house. Yeah. Because when the elevator goes down, a rug is on top of it. It looks just like floor. So nobody's going to know we're down yeah. there. Let's Okay, what would your dream bug out bag be and have in it? Okay, so water, some granola bars, my knife. Um, I'm going to get a sturdy pair of shoes that I'm wearing, not in my bag. Extra ammo. Uh-huh. Um, definitely. Actually, I think... I would probably go. No, that's too hefty. I was gonna say bow and arrow, but I was like, no, that's gonna be too. I'm thinking too a heavy. battery-powered radio. 
Oh, definitely Good. a radio. Definitely Maybe a radio. Maybe even a couple of walkie-talkies. Maybe. I, I mean, if you had a handheld radio, you're good. You're set. As long well, as a two-way radio. Okay. Well, what if you had to send someone off to do something and you wanted then to Have them have a two-way radio. Two two-way radios. Two-two. 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 Two-two-way. Two-two-way radios. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so you s- said a couple granola bars? <laughs> yeah, you know, just a couple. Well, I, how big is my back? I, well, I guess if I have like a hiking backpack, you know. So, I would yeah, probably... you want a good, what one you don't want to be... You you want to be pretty mobile, so mm-hmm. you you want something that you can mm-hmm. pack well, but mm-hmm. still not be weighed. Well, weighed I'm hoping that I'm hoping that what I pack will give me the like. I'll have a knife and I'll have maybe a hatchet or something, so like I can hunt my own food if necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? definitely. So I mean, I'm not expecting to live more than a couple days off <laughs> of what's in my backpack. Well, they say a good bug out bag is 72 hours of survival. Okay, so that's so several bottles of water. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, you can also live that long without food. Yeah, I have definitely get like a camelback, put it in there. Is that pretty much everything you would put or plan on? I mean, there's definitely more, but I didn't uh, I didn't prepare my list today, yeah. so. Well, okay, you, I mean, you hit all the big ones. They say you want at least 1 liter of uh water per day. That's the minimum, mm-hmm. bare minimum. And if you're going to be doing a lot of hiking, you're going to be expending Yeah. body fluid. Uh, but you, you know, have you ever got one of those life straws or ever seen one? Oh yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. That would be a good thing to have super lightweight. They filter water right out of a river. Yeah. You just suck up a a pond or dirty puddle. (laughs) (laughs) They said you can, uh, you know, uh, clean your own piss and drink it. That's true. Just suck up. Just put it, pee in a cup. Just. Yep. Good. I hope that everybody really liked that sound I just made. (laughs) You got a straw in there while you're uh, peeing or drinking at the same time. Uh, that's that's pretty dexterous of, of somebody to do that. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> Energy bars. You said granola bars. That's pretty close. Uh, sure. But you want some protein. They have protein in it. Get some peanut butter. Protein. But uh, you know, at like Cabela's, you can get those freeze-dried things. Say plenty of those. Grab a whole bunch of them. They're very lightweight. Yeah. Oh, I would definitely want like a telescoping fishing pole. Oh, that would be real good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, clothing. You want, you said, a sturdy pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. You want a pair of long pants. No, zipper sh- zipper pants, so that I can zip them into shorts. Okay. I'm just telling you. It's great. They're very handy. Uh, Are you in the fourth grade? No. But if I'm in the survival scenario, I don't care how I look. I would. I could never hang on to the pants part of my yeah, zipper pants. Oh, well, you just let them dangle either. around your ankles. That was, wasn't that the... <laughs> Well, I knew a lot of kids that they would like open it up at the knee and oh, walk yeah, around yeah. that way because they they're cool. Stupid. Yeah. They thought they were cool. Although we didn't really have so many so much zippers, we had the snap kind. Oh no! Yeah, breakaway pants. That's what you need. Just <laughs> <laughs> you want a jacket that is both warm and can protect from rain, and a bandana for sure because of all the different uses of a. Bandana. Oh yeah, I would definitely bring a bandana. Definitely a tarp uh, that you can make into a tent. Preferably two tarps so that you can also pr- uh, provide yourself ground cover. Um, sleeping bag, if you've got it. You already said first aid roll. Mm-hmm. All this stuff, basically, to that's survive like, for... That sounds like wilderness survival to me, though. Well, that's what it's going to be. Uh, in this situation, you need to be prepared for whatever the situation is. Okay. If you have to bug out to the woods. Mm-hmm. And this is why I'm interested in it, because if we're going to be talking about... Say we did see that mushroom cloud on the horizon, or if all of a sudden society mm-hmm. breaks down, 
what's the first thing you're going to do? All right. In this situation, I'm going to neglect all family and friends because I know you that I would go. No, no, no. You're a terrible person. I'm saying, yeah, I would obviously go try to find them and probably end up immediately dying. <laughs> so in this situation, let's pretend I don't have any family or friends. I'm probably going to try to make it to the nearest cave that I can. Cave? Where, that well, I know I about. Here, there's plenty of caves. There's so lots of caves. Yeah. That would be too hard mm-hmm. to do. I know where a decent sized cave is. Actually, oh, do you? It's pretty easy to so get. We could to. have a. We could start a cave colony. Can you cave tell us colony. where it is? I think we can. Uh, and I think it would be like pretty safe because you have to kind of crawl to get into the Ooh, big cavern good. part of it. Yeah. So well, you uh, got Devil's Den. That's always an option. That's, yeah. Devil's Den that's was good. what I was thinking, but I wonder how many people in this situation would have the same idea to yeah. go to a cave. That's yeah. true. And plus, cars would be useless in a panic scenario. You know, right? Which I think that's why it's good to have your back because I think if everyone's fleeing at once, you're probably immediately mm-hmm. going to be on foot pretty quickly. Yeah, if probably. We've learned so. anything from The Walking Dead, right? Yeah, you definitely need uh, some sort of knife or machete or weapon of some, some yeah. sort. Or, I mean, not not just for that, but just for cutting wood. Yeah, um, you know, hunting. Ampu- lots of amputating your friend's fingers. Practical uses like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. amputating them just for no reason. For fun. Like, what? What the hell, yeah. man? You just cut my pinky off. Uh huh. And, and then you eat it. There's nothing wrong with it. And you're just gnawing. Okay, you're gnawing. I'm like, cool. <laughs> cool. Really, my the the part that I freaks me out the most about apocalyptic situation is not necessarily the surviving on my own part. I feel like I could probably get by. Okay. Survive on your own. Cool. But it's the. Uh, not knowing if you can trust people that you come across oh, or not. Oh yeah, that, I would definitely like keep my friends close and just keep be wary about everybody around me. Yeah, I mean that's uh, pretty much the lesson in almost any post-apocalyptic. Yeah, like I mean mm-hmm. in any like pop culture thing. Twenty-eight days later, The mm-hmm. Walking Dead, um, The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. It's always the people that are the monsters, and they can like you, mm-hmm. you know video games and in movies and eventually tv shows that they just start to kind of mow through well, yeah, i mean well if, when you go into anarchy essentially you just yeah i mean and it's like yeah, that's the whole thing is like yeah, people are the ones you got to watch out for just you know mm-hmm. just shoot the zombie in the head or walk around it but you know mm-hmm. if you run into the governor you know then you're kind of kind of screwed give him a high five <laughs> or you have sex with him if you're andrea oh gross. spoiler alert Gross. Um, spoiler alert from 10 years ago. That that wasn't 10 years ago, was it? <laughs> Not quite, but... Okay. No, no. <laughs> I was about to confidently... <laughs> that wasn't 10 years no. ago. And then I realized that like I'm coming up on my 10-year like high school reunion and not, my concept of time is out the window. Oh, that's exciting. 10-year oh, high school sh- reunion? No. That's exciting. That's so I'm exciting. pray every night the apocalypse happens before that. <laughs> Uh, okay, so... Oh, and one thing that I saw almost everywhere, 50 foot of paracord. Oh, yeah, definitely. You yeah. need some, some nylon rope or something, for sure. So what... Now, if you had your choice of apocalypse scenarios to try to survive through... Oh, okay. Um, and this is either wh- whichever one interests you the most or which one you think you would survive the mm-hmm. best, which one do you choose from? We've got, like, pandemic. We've got, like... Not Cor- pandemic. That we've got like me. cordyceps virus type stuff. Like in Last of Us, we've got zombies, we've got nuclear, um, got natural disasters. Natural disaster, like you know, super volcanoes. We've got asteroids. Which uh-huh. one do you think you? Would- okay, well, just because of our location, I would say nuclear because 
Nobody's wanting to drop a bomb on Arkansas. Let's I've thought be real. that before. I mean, we would probably, north, south, east, and west, we would probably see... And we're in a valley, too. So it's not like... Yeah. It's not like anything that hits around us is really going to affect... I mean, it will affect us, I feel like it would kind of but... be like that show, that very short-lived TV show called Jericho. Yeah. That came out like several oh, years ago. I remember that, It was yeah. uh, just uh, this small town in Kansas that saw... Uh, a, a mushroom cloud in the distance that I think mm. it hit Denver in this show. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, uh, wh- what do you guys think that you would prefer? Prefer? Uh, uh, your preferred apocalypse. You go first, Torrance. Well, we've got... <laughs> it's so weird. It's like, which way do you want to die? Uh, <laughs> not die. No, I mean, not necessarily. Survive. And I will say uh, the reason that I think this subject fascinates so many people, it's very much the cultural zeitgeist and it has been for a while the idea of a post-apocalypse it's there is a weird appealing aspect of it where you know the world's reset button has been pressed mm-hmm. uh even though it's awful it's basically it purges the earth and that's a terrible way of look at it but there is a weird kind of appealing part about everything being to start over and to yeah not have to work your way through up up through society just work your way up on your or just get by on your own merit but mm-hmm. and hard work so but you wouldn't have any more tv torrents or movies so here's why i say <laughs> completely ignored yeah <laughs> <laughs> i almost okay so if we're going to say pandemic we're going to assume that we're going to be one of the immune immune ones, right? We're going to be the ones I, that survive to. this. Yeah. So, say we have a disease that wipes out ninety percent of the world's population, but then it's over. The ten percent is going to be the ones that. What's ten percent of what is it? Eight billion. I think we're close yep. to eight billion now, right? Yep. Uh, well, That's it'd be eight million, right? Well, am, be, I, am I a moron? No, ten percent of eight billion. How many zeros are in eight billion? No, it would be like it'd be like eight hundred million. Are you sure? I yeah. thought that'd be one percent. How many how many zeros are in eight billion? We've got eight thousand here. We've got eighty. Wow, 000. we sound like I've morons. Got, why, <laughs> why are we trying to figure this out, anyways? Come on, people. Ten uh, percent of eight billion would be one. We can cut this out. It's 800 million. That's what I said. Who doesn't listen to me? You I, guys. I, apparently I wasn't. <laughs> Did you really say that? Yeah, I said 800 million. Oh, okay. Credit to Ben. Thank you. Good uh, night. <laughs> I'm done. Anyway, yeah. So, I mean, that's a lot of people being spread out. That's not even... Yeah, that, that that's all over the world. And uh, it reminds me of... I'm, I could probably relate almost anything we talked to back to Stephen King. Uh, his book, The Stand. Uh, well, I'll be doing the same with Fallout, so <laughs> we can just bear with each other. In his book, The Stand, uh, the United States create a super virus based off of the bubonic plague, um, mm. and it wipes out, I think, ninety nine percent of the world. Um, so one in one hundred people live, mm. and it's, then it follows those last remaining people. Uh, but so, like I said, going back to what I was originally saying, if that's what it was, if I was one of the immune people, if I'm one of the survivors, I kind of like the idea of this entire United States being cleared out of the humans that were, or the entire world being cleared out of these humans that were destroying the environment 
and uh, finally we can maybe the world can start to recover. Yeah. And we would, it'd be a very, uh, I guess we'd go back to almost an agrarian, maybe hunter gather. Well, agrarian. We we know how to how to grow a farm or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, in the case of uh, something like that happening, I've always wondered. Um, all of these like nuclear power plants. I mean, there's one in Centerton, Arkansas. Uh, oh no! And uh, I, so I wonder about uh, the fail safes. Oh yeah. Because um, I mean, people are running those. And so if some kind of pandemic wiped out these people that are running all these nuclear power plants around the world and well that's if they have like a fail safe then hopefully Yeah, I just cover but it. I just wonder about what those fail safes are and how long they would hold and just and what would become of these giant Well, thankfully there's probably more intelligent people than us handling that <laughs> well, those places. I don't know. It's hopefully. Uh, <laughs> hopefully. I mean That's you, what I tell myself to sleep at. You night. would yeah, you would you would think and you would hope, but mm-hmm. um uh you know, looking up this like nuclear uh, apocalypse scenarios and things like that and uh, mm-hmm. i found like a bunch of nuclear close calls um it's really fascinating how fucking stupid people are mm-hmm. and how close they've come to pressing the button and how close we've come to world war three and how close mm-hmm. the three of us have come to not existing ever <laughs> i mean if we want to go back to a past episode those have all happened on a different timeline uh, yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah it's happened. Um, so some somewhere out there or it's currently happening yeah somewhere out there evil sydney is is having her heyday in the post-nuclear apocalypse mm-hmm. and she is wearing all leather and skinning cows wearing, with a scalpel wearing leather skinning the live cows for the leather mm-hmm. with a scalpel and it's mm-hmm. taking a long time but don't you worry because somewhere there's a naked torrance wearing crocs and socks <laughs> and he is yeah and he's <laughs> controlling the sea life yep <laughs> but no yeah um so it's yeah just so many like uh, uh computer failures uh where it, you know the computer said like well, we've been Russia has mm-hmm. launched an attack, and I think this happened as recently as like 1979. Oh yeah, where they they were literally about to press the button. And, and was then, wasn't that because of the the moonrise wasn't that there that was one? one? I'm not sure which one that was. There was one where the, where a moonrise was mistaken mm-hmm. for a for an attack. Mm-hmm. There was one where there was just literally a computer glitch, like a um, NORAD had some on, kind people. of a glitch, and they were flipping their shit because they thought that that uh, Russia had launched a full scale nuclear attack and full-scale mm-hmm. nuclear attack how many nukes do russia and u.s each well have? i like think 7, right now it's almost seven to eight thousand yeah each each yeah it's and hydrogen as we were talking uh-huh. about earlier those are hundreds of times more powerful and not to get political but A-bombs. trump did say he wants to increase our which is terrible that's not political that's just that's not politi- that's just commentary <laughs> like true commentary these are not yeah. alternative facts that's fucking yeah. outrageous yeah but anyway so i mean yeah this uh i mean yeah the idea of like yeah hopefully there would be like fail safes and in case you know everyone died or most people died for these like nuclear mm-hmm. uh these uh uh i lost the word power plants thank you <laughs> yeah nuclear uh, power plants yeah so you're welcome hopefully <laughs> Hopefully there would be some really good fail safes in plan and because in place because I have no idea, you know, after several years of those being defunct, would something right. would something melt down just well, I think, eventually, you know? I think mm-hmm. just law of prob- probability once ninety nine percent of the population is gone, there's going to be a guaranteed extra I this was even kind of addressed in the stand too. There's you cut the night. There's a ninety nine percent gone, and that within that one percent, there's going to be another, you know, fifteen percent of the population cut just from human stupidity and not sure. and exposure and not knowing yeah. how to live in this 
so yeah, all the things that were maintained, uh, just all the different fail safes, or just not even knowing how to survive, it's going to yeah, guaranteed I, cut a, a, the survivors down too. Yeah. I wonder how many people after a apocalyptic situation happened, whether it be a nuclear bomb or a natural disaster or whatnot, and like all governing authority sh- like shuts down, if people would be their own demise if like the majority of people would be their own demise after that like after that point has happened that's yeah, yeah. I, I wonder that too like uh-huh. i feel fairly confident as long as i can avoid uh aggressive people other aggressive mm-hmm. survivors yeah and i i mean i could loot food canned food that's going to mm-hmm. be good for, like new st- canned food that's made today that's probably good for another five years right Mm -hmm. good thing we have some canned food companies really close by we do and there you're (laughs) gonna find canned food everywhere yeah yeah and it's not gonna be used up if we're cutting down the population that much yeah but that's five years and i know how to plant and grow food not well but i could get by yeah we could figure it out yeah and we're gonna have our cave society I yes. could I could find a place the where uh, Ozark Cave Society. Let's So, start I want everybody that. everybody who's listening come down to our cave society if this ever happens. Yes. Come to Arkansas Cave Society. Not everybody. We don't have room for all these people. Yeah, any, if you're going to if you're going to screw things up for us, don't come. There's going to be a you know who you are. very uh meticulous vetting process. <laughs> uh-huh. Extreme vetting, Sydney, Extreme is that vetting what you're... and um you know, if uh if you're deemed a possible terrorist, Mm-hmm. Based on what you look like mm-hmm. and how you talk, mm-hmm. then you can't come into our cave society. Mm-hmm. It's all going to be a vanity. We're just going to look at you yeah. once over, uh, and then that guy's too blonde. This guy's too brown. Damn it! Yeah, Ben, you can't come. You're too get, blonde. Everybody makes me leave the cave. <laughs> we're gonna have to. Eat, I mean, if all three of us are going to do this. We're going to each have to have our own criteria. I mean, yeah, Sydney, you don't want any brown people in. I'm going to ask them. <laughs> I'm going to ask them what their opinions are on. Uh-huh. The Transformers movies. Oh, yes. sure. And uh, based on that, I'm not going to tell you which what answer I'm looking for. <laughs> based on that, you either will get in or not. Well, my favorite ones are the only ones with Megan Fox in it. That's it. It's like the Am first one, isn't it? Am I in? No, you would not be Thank in. <laughs> oh, Ben, what is, uh, what's your preferred apocalypse? My preferred apocalypse? You don't want a pandemic. Cause that I don't know. Pandemics terrify me but just here. because Same here. you're guaranteed to lose most of the people you love in a pandemic. That's true, yeah. but you can... That, well, you're right. Guaranteed. I was going to say you're, everyone you love is going to be at risk in any of these right, situations. They are but you're risk. right. I think pandemic is a guarantee. Yeah, like You wouldn't be able to protect them from there's that. There's nothing you can do. It's a hopeless scenario. Like Your own willpower has no... You know, no effect on how the situation pans right. out. You know, at least in like a nuclear apocalypse, it either ends very quickly for you, or you die slowly to cancer. But then you can also have that in between where you can you can you know potentially survive you can and make fight a difference. To survive yeah, and, yeah, I I understand that. And of, even uh, in a zombie apocalypse, you have kind of that same situation. Well, yeah, there's a there's something tangible that you can fight against mm-hmm. and protect your family and friends against. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. With disease, there is nothing yeah, you're you fighting an invisible war. Exactly. And there's if, nothing you if can you, do I mean, if you do want to go with, wait, so you are going with a zombie. Yeah, I think. Okay. So the ones that terrify me most, let me just get this out of the way just cause I want to talk about it. So the ones that terrify me most pandemics, number one, number two is definitely AI that terrifies me to death. It'd be a very quick, calculated extermination. Yeah, yeah. I th- yeah. Well, I mean, in the Terminator, 
well, at least the original Terminator, just one. And so but, you, could, uh, you could probably fight against that. But I mean, if talking you're talking about like, a collective mind. I'm talking salvation. Because, uh, yeah. I mean, the Terminator series is set on several different uh, timelines. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed to me like way too hopeless. I mean, of course, they had a miracle around every corner. And yeah. somehow they prevailed. But to me, I would just that just seems like it would totally be hopeless. Yeah, I would. Well, then if you went with a zombie situation... Well, I don't think I would go zombie. I, oh, okay. I think I would go nuclear apocalypse just because, for one, location where we are, we're we're doing okay here. Yeah. Nobody wants to destroy this part of the world because yeah. they think we're all inbred hicks. Unless they so. really hate hipsters and small Christian colleges. Well, then they then they would bomb... Then we would be the target. I mean... Well, I mean, cr- small Christian I colleges, maybe. I they did hate But that. hipsters, they're going for <laughs> Portland first before they go oh, for anywhere sure, around here. Sure, yeah, yeah, I don't so. think anybody thinks that... Well, maybe Northwest Arkansas has a hipster crowd. Yeah, but I don't think that that's like a, a nation-known no. thing. No. You know? no. It's no. A, our best-kept secret. <laughs> now everybody knows. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Siloam. Yeah. Well, okay, so you would prefer a nuclear apocalypse, because that's something you really can't protect against. Either. Like, maybe you could go yeah, underground in a but, bunker but for... But the thing about a nuclear apocalypse, it is like you can't do anything about it, but once it hits, you either are gone or you're not, and it happens well, in an instant. No, With but the you, pandemic, you you know it could take a while before you're out, and you just don't, you just know but you don't I, have a chance. There is the aftermath of a nuclear apocalypse, and I think that would be fun. The nuclear winter, <laughs> the radiation, true, yes. the, you would have to like that would potentially would be hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that would potentially wipe out all the ability for life to grow. Mm-hmm. Or well, I need worms. You know, I or, think it would wipe that out. I guess I really don't know, but mm-hmm. especially. With, with radiation and nuclear winter affecting the ability for mm-hmm. life to proliferate, is that redundant to say that? No, wait, you know, not now. <laughs> you, are, you already did it. You already did it. It's already done. See, I, I already made my choice, but I would think that zombie would be better than nuclear, because that's a tangible thing that you yeah. can face. Yeah. No, yeah, I've, I mean, I agree, but then there's also the part that I don't want to have to stab somebody that I knew mm. in real yeah. life, you know? I'm between, uh, okay... And between nuclear and zombie, um, nuclear... Nuclear zombies. Nuclear oh. <laughs> Plot <laughs> twist. Oh, guys. Well, let me also say, would it make a difference to either of you if you got your choice, your pop culture choice of zombie? Oh. Yes. Slow and stupid, yes. obviously. I do not want Dawn of the Dead zombies. No. No, I don't uh, want them running after me. Yeah. Wait, weren't Dawn of the Dead slow and stupid? Well, it depends on which one. I think in the first one they were. But they could run in but Dawn I, of the Dead. In the second, in the remake, the 2004 remake, I think they were really fast. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, I, I want Walking Dead zombies. But here, for me, you know, if I could do, like, uh, say I was born post-nuclear apocalypse in a mm-hmm. vault. <laughs> <laughs> What? This is with a new company. You should make a movie with, uh, or a game. And, Crazy and idea. I could cast Liam Neeson as my father. <laughs> um, you know, if I or if I was or if I were cryogenically frozen, right, sure. as the bombs were dropping, and I sure. woke up two hundred years later when everything had kind of uh-huh. kind of leveled out, still some residual radiation, then of I'd course. probably go nuclear. I kind of. I uh, the idea of living in a in a post apocalypse where there is just uh, an echo of the former world of the civilized mm-hmm. world uh, has been romanticized for me for years. Yeah, and uh, so you know, if I had my choice to to wake up two hundred years later, I'd probably do mm-hmm. nuclear. Now, the immediate effects of a nuclear apocalypse are absolutely absolutely yeah, terrifying. terrifying. 
you know, the like we talked about uh, the the radiation, the effects mm-hmm. of radiation on you. You can immediately get sick, start to lose your hair, your skin mm-hmm. falls off. I mean, it's it's like you get the, cancer, you die. You get cancer and you die, and sometimes that happens within hours mm-hmm. if you get exposed to enough yeah. radiation. Um, so for me, um, you know, in the event of an immediate apocalypse that I have to deal with right now, I think mm-hmm. I would go with zombie. Okay, because that is something that you know um, you have to get bitten. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be infected. So you, inf- you're talking infected zombies, then? Yeah, I think, and I, I think in most cases, in most pop culture, you have to be bitten. But you see, I almost classify zombies under pandemic. I mean, it, it is a pandemic, obviously, but I it mean, is, you but could... it's not something you can just catch in the air. Well, it depends on what form of zombie you're talking True, about. True, but in most, you have to be bitten to immediately die. I mean, Walking Dead, now we're all infected. Mm-hmm. But they have to die first. Mm-hmm. You know, so as long... I feel like in a zombie apocalypse, you could keep fighting and keep living. Mm-hmm. Um, and as long as you keep fighting and living, it's not like you're going to catch something. And Right. I mean, aside from, you know, in that kind of post-apocalyptic world, if you get pneumonia, mm-hmm. you're probably going to die. I mean, if you're, mm-hmm. a, you know... Because, I mean, you know, just uh, less than 100 years ago, people were dying from pneumonia and stuff like that because we just didn't have But uh, what if you're, like, walking through an old building and you accidentally nick your heel on a rusty nail that was poking out that a zombie also nicked his heel on? Well, then I guess, you, oh. I guess you'd be infected. Yeah, you're dead. I wouldn't have thought of that. Or depending, depending on how long it had been sitting out. You know, how long ago did the zombie nick well, I mean, it? I mean, it's it, bacteria, right? The bacteria could have died, though, Well, by now. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Was it a month Listen, ago? I mean, I am an expert on fiction. All right, okay? I'll, uh, so. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Not. I know. This is a. I sorry. I was just thinking because I was about to ask you uh, if you had a choice. But you're trying to. You're waffling between you know zombie and post nuclear. Well, I really like waffles. Continue. Mm. Uh, would you, if you could have a bomb shelter, but you had to stay in it for you know five years before you could come out or you could immediately start fighting the zombies but after those five years the the threat of uh, the nuclear radiation is gone you might still be dealing with the Mm -hmm. uh you know the the effects of how it i mean obviously what it leveled and uh the way it affected uh, Mm -hmm. life but the radiation part would be gone after would you stay underground for five years well i mean if you stayed underground for fighting zombies well if you stayed underground for five years you would look way different than the other survivors that were on or up on you know main level or whatever you want to say on earth you know so you would you would probably become a target and you wouldn't be as weathered nor as experienced to handle oh, that's true. That is true. I actually just looked up. I I said five years off the top of my head because mm-hmm. according to this, uh, the undergroundbombshelter dot com, uh, two weeks is what you should wait in your bunker after a nuclear attack. Because, really? Uh, because fallout, uh, radioactive fallout will have decay to about one percent of its initial radiation level after two weeks. Yeah. Ooh, even from like the uh, vertex of the. I think that's definitely going to. It's going to depend on how close you were to the the blast, but mm-hmm. uh, that's the kind of the standard. Yeah, I read that radiation levels drop by ninety percent for every sevenfold uh, increase in time. Um, so if you have a thousand rads an hour after one hour, then you'll have one hundred after seven hours. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. 
Interesting. Interesting. Anyways, um, I think let's take a quick break and uh, then we'll get back into some it's other stuff. Show. Okay, and we're back. You know the cordyceps virus is what's in uh, uh, The Last of Us, right? Oh. Um, so that is basically this plant species that's in real life. It's a real thing. What? Yeah, it uh, has, uh, and we should post some. It gets into your brain? Uh, well, this isn't, <laughs> humans aren't affected by it, but there are pictures. Not yet. Not yet, anyway. Oh. Um, it infects ants and other bugs, like wasps and stuff. And yeah. uh, it literally just parts of this parasitic uh, fungus is what it, it's a fungus. It grows, yeah. it grows out of these bugs and these this ants, these wasps. It's a real thing. That's what uh, the Last of Us uh, virus was based on. I'm going to Google this stuff. It's pretty fascinating. And the fact that it's being used already in a pharmacological sense, uh, it's uh, like used as an immunosuppressive drug yeah. that's helpful in organ pla- uh, transplants because it inhibits rejection. Um, and so we were <laughs> kind of talking about earlier how that kind of sounds like uh, the beginning of certain like pop culture movie like movies right. and pop culture that yeah. uh talk about like oh we've found this miracle drug like you said torrance and then it turns into this like it gets out of their control right well, and we should say because i don't think we've really explained oh, uh, the cordyceps it it infects these ants but it also takes over their nervous system right and their uh uh, their brain i don't know if, so I it's guess like a, it's like a spore that comes from is it just comes from a plant a particular plant it's a fungus okay um, it's a fungus and it's uh some species are parasitic um and it can uh yeah i don't i don't know a whole lot about it but i know because i, I researched it after i played the last okay. of us because i thought i'm it was looking at these photos it looks like like roots growing out of bugs yeah it can it's actually really it'll, strange looking it'll grow out of their heads and p- different parts of their body just like in the last of us where it was like splitting open people's heads and taking Ooh. taking over them in a parasitic fashion right and it causes them to change their behavior right that makes them grow like climb up trees to where they're uh where they can sprout and spread what the fungus? I mean, that's that's what the idea is that it takes over the nervous system I see. and causes the creature to do something it wouldn't normally do. Yeah. Uh, so in uh, in the Last but, of Us, then it caused them to just attack. But it causes them to do stuff that would enable the plant to grow. Uh, to spread. To spread. I, be- to, I believe. To so it does. The, it the does spores. affect they're thinking i guess to make them want to do that so that the like the plant actually has that type of control of like hey i need you to go up to this tall branch so that we can uh, yeah let me uh, spread yeah, keep talking about i'll 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 find a, a link that's going to show <laughs> okay. you that exactly. but we were we were talking about like less um plausible apocalyptic situations which okay. uh, we got we started talking about the last of us and the cordyceps mm-hmm. um virus isn't the correct word i don't think um, well, fungus. But uh, whatever they were calling it in The Last of Us, I can't remember. A cordyceps infection or something? I, I don't, don't know. know. It looked like a fungus in Last of Us. Either. Yeah, I mean, it was. That's This is yeah. a real-life thing that it was based around. Um, and uh, we were talking about, like, how that could be, like, a, a least, like, less plaus- plausible thing that could happen. But mm-hmm. then I looked this up, and I saw that's being used in pharmaceuticals. It's like, oh, yeah, like, you know oh, what the next step is. <laughs> yeah. What if, wouldn't it be crazy if, like, all of these apocalyptic scenarios just hit the fan at once? Oh, God. I mean, like, bombs start dropping, <laughs> mad cow turns into zombies, yeah, and then I mean, cordyceps. We, we're all screwed. We may as well just get mm-hmm. drunk and have a good night. Have a good and time. Wake up dead. Um, 
All right, I've got it for you. Uh, some current and former cordyceps species are able to affect the behavior of their insect host. Um, this one, the Ophiocordyceps unilateris, um, causes uh, ants to climb a plant and attach there before they die. This ensures that the parasite's environment is at an optimal temperature and humidity. What? And that the maximal distribution of the spores from the fruit that sprouts from the dead insect is achieved. So That is crazy. Yeah, that is insane. That's, that's why it was scary, and that's why it was the... Like, it has literal influence over their... It's not just like it gets into their brain, and then whatever it affects in their brain, just they just go haywire. It, like, literally influences how they move. Yeah, and act. To, to make them do what is most optimal for the fungus. Yeah, that's crazy. So, so yeah, the fact that we're uh, using this on humans uh, for organ exception, except accepting, accepting of the <laughs> organs. Transplants. Thank you. So it's for transplants where otherwise the either the blood types don't match or the organs aren't compatible with yeah. the body. And, and this, this sentence, it inhibits rejection, and that's why they're using it. It um... inhibits rejection. I mean, of course... That's kind of that's kind of terrifying. I mean, it is a little terrifying. It's parasitic, and you, you know, you you can't stop it. Yeah, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm about to sneeze, and I don't want to sneeze all over my mic. <laughs> I I thought you were smelling a fart or I did something. Too. Well, you know, we can please cut this out. This <laughs> no. Fine, it's I'm not fine. cutting this out. No, fine. Uh, yeah, but I feel that's one of the uh, you know lesser, obviously, probably not at all possible. Don't say that. Knock on wood. Uh, there is no. There's no one. There, get it. Get it. You do it right. Okay, thank you. All right. Um, so, you know, with all these scenarios in mind, these apocalyptic scenarios, uh, I have another hypothetical to pose to you gentlemen. Okay. Um, what do Hit you me. think that your role would be in a post-apocalyptic scenario? Say that you, you survive for years and, you know, you have become part of a group. Are we going to say that no matter what the situation is, we're basically just talking about society has broken down. There's no government. There's no government. It's just you and some ragtag group of, uh, you know, some mm-hmm. people. Maybe, maybe if you want a ragtag group, you could be solo. I guess you could be solo. I'd be the lone wanderer, the lone wanderer. wandering around the wasteland. I want to be the courier. Hide your kids. Wanna, hide your wives. I want to be the mailman. You want to be the mailman. Pregnate Fallout. all them women. He had the worst name of all of the the Fallout protagonists, but he was the most badass. Or she? Oh, in in uh, New Vegas. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, what would your role be? No, I. Uh, <laughs> I guess it would depend on wh- what you want, how you want to interact with others. I don't think that I would want to uh, join a large group necessarily. I would want to hopefully find people that i trust hopefully people i knew before stuff went down get together with them mm-hmm. and um well i let's just say it's the three of us it starts off with the three of us can okay, murder the two of you for meat okay, <laughs> Me- okay he meat, says meat nervously really, he just immediately goes to cannibalism even though food is still abundant <laughs> <laughs> We'll say can't take any chances, Torrance. We'll I'm going to eat your dog. No. Hero Bef- before is a precious you, puppy. Before you eat me, and then no, you'll be eating your dog, no, too. No, no. I'm going to kill you painfully and throw your meat to be wasted. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Wait, that won't make the don't, cut. <laughs> don't, ever, don't ever throw my meat. <laughs> throw your meat. 
if I would want a small group, but I want the group to be odd numbered at all times. Why that, odd numbered? So there's always a majority vote. There's always a majority vote. It'll never be nice. a split. So if you happen to post, uh, happen to post, happen upon a lone orphan, and he has just lost his family, you would take. I'm him not going to be heartless. <laughs> You'd be like, okay, orphan, come on, Sydney, but, you're uh, out. Get <laughs> children won't Damn, get a guys. vote anyway. Numbers. Yeah, children won't get a vote. Okay, what if it's like a 23 year old lady who needs somebody who is just uh, sexually assaulted by some wastelander and left to die? Like I said, I'm not heartless. Uh, I would want to start with. I would just immediately want to find somebody else. Well, to she add wouldn't to the group. have a say either because she's a woman. <laughs> so you wouldn't have a say either, Sydney. No, I would. <laughs> other, and what makes you the exception? Other women would. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I am the uh-huh. alpha bitch. Uh, okay. No, Fair the enough. reason I posed that question is because I took a, I took a test, a quiz online, mm. uh, that was uh, called "What Would Your Job Post Apocalypse Be." And it had several questions, and mm-hmm. I came out as a patrol officer. A patrol, patrol officer. So say that you're, you know, you've actually found like a town, like the one you start in in The mm-hmm. Last of Us, or one of the settlements in Fallout, and uh, you know, or if you're a Walking Dead fan, then you're in like uh, Woodbury or Alexandria or something. Then uh, you know, I got a uh, patrol. I would okay. be the person, kind of like the police. I'd be the person walking around, taking care of people. You'd send an SOS within. to the woods. SOS. <laughs> um, listen to ABBA all day on oh, my. Okay. Anyway, uh, so that's what I got, and I I feel like that that I think that'd be a, a fun role mm-hmm. to be a patrol. I think that I would actually be fitted for that too. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, within that realm, if there's actually a small society that you've got set up, what do you think uh, you'd be doing? I wish that I had, because I remember you taking this quiz. I wish I had thought to take the quiz myself because yeah. I'm curious now. We we'll probably post should it, have all we'll post done it on that. our website. Let's do that. Let's all take the quiz and find <laughs> out what we are. Okay. We might just get like the town whore or something. I mean, you already are. So. <laughs> the town whore. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> It's a job. Is that your ass talking it's again? It's a living. <laughs> He's talking out of his ass again. Uh, I would never want to be the leader necessarily, uh, but I would also not want to follow somebody that's not doing what I want. It's like I would just be real picky about who my leader would be, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I could... I would try to lead up until I found somebody that was more qualified. Mm. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I got, not necessarily saying for our group. I, if I'm starting off on my own. Yeah. Well, you want to be tru- You want to be able to trust whoever. Well, because you know you can't have multiple people calling the shots. You can't have a communist society. Yeah. In not a, in, a zombie apocalypse. Not in that sense. I mean, uh, yeah. You got to have a dictatorship. Yep. Uh, <laughs> you do. <laughs> Uh, I think I'd be, I think I'd be like a care. Not, I don't think I'm smart enough to be a Carol. She's a definite wolf in sheep's clothing. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe You're talking about Walking Dead. I'm here. talking Walking Dead here. Just, could, just kind of give an easy uh, like reference mm-hmm. point. Um, I think maybe I'd be the Daryl to someone's Rick, mm-hmm. willing to. Hell, I might even start off as a Shane. Like, all right, guys, I'm ready mm-hmm. for this, and you're sleep not sleep with people's wives. You know, I'd sleep. I'd fuck everyone's wife. Okay, and. Uh, 
and I would I would kill without asking questions. Well, okay, that was something I was that was going to come to. Uh, if you're going to be in any sort of enforcement role, like patrol or or whatever, I, really depending, a lot of those roles would kind of force you to be in a position of uh, maybe killing other An humans. Executioner. M- maybe. Oh, Law enforcement. All right, know. there wouldn't be any execution you got a camp as long as I'm leader. I don't want execution. We can. Uh, what if uh, what you're if, gonna get executed with that attitude? But what if one of your group raped another one of your group? Yeah, well, we would rape him. <laughs> okay. Punishment. That's the crime. <laughs> do unto others as we will do unto you. <laughs> over and over. Oh, maybe we should cut that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I don't know. I think uh, you know. In that case, I would probably you know have uh, everyone take a vote. Do we kill this guy? Oh no! Like, yeah, there isn't I mean, any. Are there you going to send him prison. off? Are you no, you, what send you do is you just tie him to a tree in a zombie-infested or you know a I hostile mean, area. I feel like that's worse than a bullet to the head. Is it? Uh, I would. I. I don't. I would never execute anybody. I would definitely force them to leave the group. There would definitely be. Well, you're going to like force punishment. them to leave the group, yeah, but and then, then they'll come gonna, back and kill more people. They'll either bring someone with them back to kill you in revenge, or they'll go off into the wastes and rape other people. It, yeah. that, uh, that's something that it gets talked. It's real easy to be like, well, obviously you got, but you, you you gotta kill that guy because that that guy's a threat to the safety of other people. Yeah, and I agree that there are some people that deserve to die. Mm-hmm. I don't think whenever you really think about really put yourself in that position, like, and you really mm-hmm. pull the trigger, yeah. I don't think that I could. Well, that's why I love the character development in a lot of these. I mean, I keep going back to Walking Dead. And there's a lot about The Walking Dead that I don't like, but I think the character development is excellent. I mean, you look at how hard of a time they had uh, killing that that redneck kid in, uh, I think it was 18 miles out. So they decided to take him 18 miles out and Mm -hmm. leave him, and that falls to shit. And, uh, you know, and then just a few seasons later, Rick is just popping off bullets left and right at people he doesn't even know. If he comes across somebody, they're dead. I mean, he's worse than Shane at this point. Right, and but... Yeah, you're putting it in terms that are easy to understand because it's pop culture. But I don't think things are going to be... And I sh- I understand that they're showing, yeah, it's going to be hard to do, but eventually you'll see that that's the right thing to do. I don't know if I can ever still really get... Be- like, on on the show, yeah, I think he's doing the right yeah. thing, but real-life application... Well, well, you get... Okay, well, here, here's what I think would actually happen. I think that... No matter who you are, if you're in a situation that that's it's that gruesome, like we can all imagine what it would be like in our minds and what the ideal scenario would be and how like the fun aspects of it, but you would get so hardened to the environment around you, like because you'd see so much awful stuff all the time. Yeah, that's what I was saying. And like, eventually, uh, it wouldn't be a difficult decision. To yeah, make. that's that's like I said, the character development is like you know we're talking about us now, but I mean, how about us? six years into the apocalypse or something where we've Mm -hmm. uh, had to kill multiple, you know, if we're talking zombies or, you Mm -hmm. know, just if we've had to kill someone uh, to defend our family, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, how many times do you trust strangers? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, now you're starting to change my mind about what I would want. Uh, Because in this post-apocalyptic society where there are no rules, government's gone, there's no law and order. Mm Mm-hmm. Where it's easier for people to do that, there is going to be a lot more distrust. Maybe the best thing would be trying to rebuild a society as quickly as possible, getting together a large group of people. To form a government of sorts? Yeah, or at least have a a commune where 
people are working together for the same goal of just ultimate survival, mm-hmm. then you can have, you can, it, it will eventually, I mean, that's, this is how societies got started in the first place. Yeah. Like we, as humans, are able to make a functioning government yeah. or society where the checks and balances of uh, just social expectations keeps people from being horrible. Um so in most cases in well yeah of course it's not going to be perfect <laughs> yeah. at all uh but i think you're going to be more likely to achieve peace if you have a bunch of people working towards the same and yeah. they will have a common goal of just wanting to survive and try to rebuild what yeah. used to be but add like tensions and heightened emotions to the mix it's not going to be easy be messy. i think yeah. though it would be maybe the best solution uh, in this situation, as opposed to being a wandering group and being distrustful of yeah. every group that you well, come I across. Think, I don't think, depending on the scenario, like if you're in a zombie situation, then a nomadic group would be good for a little while, but then you'd want to settle down. I think in like a nuclear scenario, you definitely just want to find a place up hold up that has the resources you need to keep a bunch of people alive and stick to one place yeah yeah i think uh settling down depending on how uh resources are mm-hmm. if resources are at least abundant enough to sustain a group of people and as long as plant life grows like it used to it's not mm-hmm. been wiped out by a right. nuclear winter or whatever then if you can sustain a fortified position, like just a town, fortify a town or, or a, a block or whatever, yeah. like Woodbury, terrible example because we know what happened there yeah. in Walking <laughs> Dead, but something like that, which I think they just had a terrible leader. That idea, though, was really good. That yeah. society was working pretty well yeah. before you know everything went to shit. Yeah. So keep the moral of that story. Just keep pet zombies, and everybody will love you. Mm, heads in jars. Mm-hmm. Yummy. It, wh- why? <laughs> Let me answer that question with another question. Why not? As long as you don't answer it with a gross mouth noise again, that's fine. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. What about um? I was think try. I was really racking my brain for like a. An oddball apocalypse situation, and it made me think of why the last man. Yep. Oh. Where there's just one man, and his monkey. And, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, what's uh, what's the monkey's name? Uh, it was something. Oh, it was like, something really question mark, isn't it? Is it not question mark? But it's mm-hmm. the name for some kind of end mark, isn't it? Uh, Am I just? Sydney, are you talking out your ass now? I might be talking out of my ass. Oh my I read gosh. the first two trades, but it's been a long time. No, it's long time. It, it's gonna bother me as soon as I see it. It's gonna, I'll remember. Oh, well, it's that's a stupid me. way to say that. Come um, on, look but, it up. But one and one of you has to be dead for this. Scenario. For what scenario? For why the last man? Uh, we Unless can... Ben wants to be Torrance's monkey. I don't want to be. No, a we're uh, we're going to put this in uh, parallel universes. We're each existing in our own parallel universe where okay. we are the last man. Mm-mm. Okay. Now would be I think I don't think you can really reverse that and have the same result. You can't have one woman. What kind of last man scenario though? What do you mean? Like, like are you 
I guess I'm going coming back to like the monkey's like, name is Ampersand. Like, Ampersand. Like you're the sole survivor. Like nobody. There's not not no, un, not undead or anything. Why the last man? There is one man, and all the men die except for one person. But all the women are still alive. Oh, the that only good. that sounds awesome. The only males. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it does to you. But the only males left on the planet, to everyone's knowledge, okay, are this man and his male monkey, Ampersand. Okay. So, <laughs> I I don't think, I mean, it's kind of shown to be pretty awful in Why the Last Man, too. And I've only read, like, the first two trades, but mm-hmm. I don't think that would be all sunshine rainbows. No, you would, no, absolutely You would be not. a piece of meat. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It'd probably farm you, kind of. Uh, a, well, I mean, you'd have to, you'd basically be a means to create more men. So that they could create more mints, so it would balance things out is eventually what it would come down did to, Did this right? plague in this, uh, in Why the Last Man, did it also sterilize women? I don't think so. Or uh, was it just all the men died and now this one dude is here? I, be- I believe that's that's okay. what it is. Well, let's genocide all the men. Let's figure out, <laughs> let's figure out how this goes down. That's a, I think the second time in a, in a podcast where you've used genocide, genocide as a verb. Genocide yep. them. Genocide them. I, I like using it as a verb. It's fun. <laughs> How else do you say kill all of this particular group of people? <laughs> Let's genocide them. Let's genocide them. Exactly. Um, uh, okay. Well, let's. Okay. So before we get to the uh, the end of this, let's talk about um, the real life probability of an end of the world scenario what's the most likely thing to most actually happen likely oh, well, okay let me ask you guys what do you think sure. the most likely scenario is nukes especially well nukes. yeah didn't we the nuclear clock just or the doomsday clock just went to two and yeah. a half minutes to midnight uh, it did. they it just did. bumped that yeah. up thanks they to our thanks to our president they did bump it up I so you think, think that's the most politics scenario. i think it's the most likely scenario i mean with uh i mean basically i mean the cold war Mm-hmm. It really didn't end. I mean, you know, I mean, we haven't. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess it's not as tense as it was mm-hmm. in those years, but I mean, it's. I mean, especially now, it's. There's some pretty crazy shit yeah. happening. I mean, I, so, I I think that's very plausible. I think we also have mutually assured destruction that's also holding that off. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when you think of the close calls, I mean, that we oh, talked I, about earlier, oh, yeah. where just some accident. I prefer not to think about <laughs> yeah, it. But, yeah, but I mean, some accident could cause someone to press sure. the button. And then, yeah, you know, even if the other country hadn't uh, shot mm-hmm. theirs off and they just thought they did, well, now they're, they're going to. Mm-hmm. I think a more, at least in my mind, a more likely situation is uh, we're headed pretty sol- solidly towards uh, the climate change to yeah, a point that's that true. I think we're going to end up in a water world situation. Another apocalypse mm-hmm. situation world we haven't talked about, water world. Basically, what our parents did for the mm-hmm. economy, we're doing for the environment. Or our parents are still doing that for the environment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're parents, all contributing to the environmental issues. Our parents are still issues. sober, yeah. and our grandparents. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's a definite fear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a lot of theories about climate change and how what could happen. I mean, because it's going to affect and the environment as far as like um, you know a, a hit in the food chain, things will start to collapse. Yeah, these are on their way back up. I've are heard, they? I've heard they're making a comeback. 
Good for the that bees. Was one of those news stories that we didn't get to hear because with Trump is plastered all over our TVs mm-hmm. and computer screens constantly. Yeah. Yeah, God, is it going to be possible to go one episode without talking about Trump somehow? Well, we yeah, sure. I mean, we went the last no, two not, episodes I'm not, without it. I'm not asking. Like, well, we I'm are not... talking about the apocalypse, yeah. so I think <laughs> it's kind of inevitable. I, I mean, and plus it involves our governing authorities, like especially when it guess, comes to yeah. a man-created like, apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, climate change, nuclear war, we yeah. have to talk politics when we're our own, a little own, bit. Yeah, when we're our own undoing, definitely government has I to be considered. I, yeah, I wasn't saying that and like we shouldn't be. It's just, it's such sure. an impossible subject to to avoid and almost anything that we're going to be talking we really brought this down by mentioning trump and it was already and we were talking about the we're talking about the end of the world (laughs) (laughs) it just it just went downhill from there excluding like undoing ourselves what do you think the most likely scenario i think a random event like uh maybe like a a giant solar event okay uh you know, a bunch of gamma rays from a giant solar mm, flare, like a solar or flare, yeah. uh, or maybe uh, just a random comet mm-hmm. could have like a an asteroid, an asteroid, like a have some sort of an effect that killed off the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. You know, those are just some random events. Mm-hmm. I want to before we, because I don't want to. I feel like this because this episode has been such a bummer. <laughs> I want it hasn't all been a bummer. No, but I think we should think of what would be. We've talked about all these different, very plausible, uh, well, zombies aren't necessarily that plausible. Hey, but... come on, mad cow, right? Cordyceps? Cordyceps. Cordyceps. Uh, can you come up with a fun apocalyptic scenario? <laughs> so like I, a cartoony th- apocalyptic Well, here's scenario. what I'm thinking. I'm thinking uh, we get uh, taken over by aliens... They mm-hmm. wipe out all government, reunite the, in, well, enslave us all. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, that's fun. Yeah. yeah. We're, it's, no, let, hear me out. <laughs> I'm here I'm listening. Hear, hear me out. We, uh, we become slaves uh-huh. in the same way that our pets are our slaves. Oh. So we have like. So I get a, I get a shit on the floor for vengeance. Yeah. We can be <laughs> house pets. Uh, okay. And that's something I've always, I've always been jealous of house cats. They have the best life. What if we could be the house pet of a yeah, but... wealthy, influential alien? What uh... if you got put with a poor alien family, though? But then what if you pissed one of them off and then you get euthanized? I'm sticking to a happy part of this. <laughs> where, uh, I still see a you, lot of downsides Do you here. euthanize your pets every time they piss you off? Yeah. That's what I do every time. Right. Hero's got a few days left. <laughs> We might have to go through some spaying and neutering, but... Uh, mm. But I just got to mention, I do not condone euthanasia. So, okay, continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, no, uh, seriously, walk through this world with me. Okay. Uh... <laughs> okay. Uh, d- d- God dang it, who's his name? Um, My name's Torrance. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I was going to say, okay, uh, he's a Cosmos guy. Cosmos guy. The guy I hate? Yes. Okay. yes. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, my God. You Do we a... have to bring... We already talked Trump. <laughs> rag on him so much. I know. Because you said, hop aboard with me. <laughs> oh, my God. Let's take an adventure around take the universe. with me. Uh-huh. Take my I don't mind. hate him more than Trump, but, God, it's close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> am I being this... Am I saying this for humor? <laughs> 
Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I know. Listen, you. Uh, they'll pick you up. They'll they'll play with your hair. They'll be happy to see you when they come home from a hard day of work, and they'll pet us. They'll you know loosen their t- tie and uh, you know. I don't like how where this is going. All they're wearing, put his tie back on. Put all his they're tie wearing back on. is a tie. Uh, they're just little like gray men wearing only a tie, and they loosen that when they come home. Okay. Yeah, they uh, they want to play with you, so you know. And they're smooth. What if I don't want to play? What if I just want to like sit on the couch and play video games? No, you don't understand. That is how they'll play with you. They know what you like. Okay. In the same way, we know that dogs then, love running and catching a ball. But if we're their pets, we're going to be stupid. They're always going to beat me. I don't like losing. <laughs> You're really not traveling with me here on this journey. <laughs> I just wanted to play some. They're you going know, to some pamper pong. us. Uh, they they're going to be vastly technologically superior. They'll know what we like to eat every okay. day. They'll synthesize up a, a great you know mid rare steak or whatever mm-hmm. we want. Uh, have games like a virtual reality system for us to play in, and they'll be sitting on the couch watching uh, us giggle and run around with our VR sets. I'm so bored with this. Are we naked? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> We're talking about being happy. <laughs> Stop uh, being bored with this. This is a fun God, apocalypse. Uh, I don't know about that one. Fine. What do you guys okay, have? This is why I, I want. I want the aliens. society broke down, and our, you know, governments are gone. Mm-hmm. It's the apocalypse. Right. I want it to rain down pudding until I explode. Yeah. That's what I want. Rain pudding apocalypse. That's not better than mine. It is way better than I about said butter to make a joke, <laughs> but it was a bad joke. <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> I don't know if it was a bad joke so I much think, as it wasn't a joke. <laughs> I think my dream apocalypse would be everybody dies and oh, I the get end. I get to have all the cats. You get to have all the cats. I get to have a, a cat farm, and I can I can loot any building, any video game store I want, and I just okay. have I live in a mansion full of cats. Okay. And I have little robots that clean up their litter boxes because there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of litter boxes because okay. I have all these cats. But and, why don't uh, they? Can, why can't they just shit outside? You got all the cats in the world. You don't have to worry. Keep some track of them. Are of them. Probably going to shit inside. You're I not going to know mansion. all their names. You're not going to know them on a personal level. I don't have to. Would you have your favorite cat that you give special attention oh, Freddy, to? Freddie would live in my room. Okay. Yeah. Sure. For like ten years till he dies. Then what? Well, then <laughs> I would get another black cat. But you have a million black cats. How are you going to choose? Just like him. How are you going to choose? I pick the youngest How are you one. But they're always going to be constantly being born. You have all the cats in the world. And I pick the youngest one that's young when Freddy dies. That's young, okay. See the logic, Ben? No, I don't. What if they're, what if they're all born? Because cats are born in litters. They're all going to get born at the same time. Cat world. <laughs> cat world. The end. <laughs> it really sounds like your guys was way better than mine. If you guys think that mine was better, if you made it to the end of the episode somehow, uh, tweet at us at Pseudophiles. Let's do a poll. What? Let's do a poll on Raining Twitter. pudding. Vote for okay. raining pudding. Raining pudding. No, vote for Cat World and Torrance's sucks. Don't vote for that one. Alien pets would be amazing. That's, I don't want to be an alien let's pet. Let's do this poll. Let's do this poll when we post this. Okay, fine. Raining pudding, We're Cat World. We're like two people and voting on it. We are. You're really... <laughs> have high expectations <laughs> <laughs> and they're um, all two of them are gonna vote for cat world yeah we're gonna have to see if anybody even made it to the end of the episode but yeah. i believe i'm fairly confident that uh people are going to enjoy mine the best 
Think of the possibilities, all well, the technology that you have access to. Since cats own the internet, I have a feeling Sydney's going to win with her yeah. cat world. But we all want to die with a rainy pudding. So, <laughs> on that note, we all do. We all do. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Pseudophiles. We uh, please follow us, rate us, like us, um, rate us on iTunes, review us, uh, follow us at Pseudophiles. Pod, yes. Twitter, that's our Twitter yes. at Pseudophiles Pod, and then our Facebook is also Pseudophiles Pod, yes. and uh, you can also visit us at Pseudophiles Sign up for our newsletter, and we will send you updates. And uh, yeah, so thanks for listening, and goodbye. Later. Bye. Meow.